Welcome to Practical Witch Talk. I'm your host, Friday Gladhart, author of The Practical Witch's Almanac and instructor at witchacademy.org. In this episode, we're going to talk about mise en place magic, a technique I've used for years to help smooth out the ups and downs of a witch's life. There are times in your life that you will feel magical, energized, powerful, and witchy. And then there's those times that you're tired and worn out, or you just aren't feeling in touch with your magic. And all too often, you need your magic during one of the latter times, precisely when you can't muster your power. That's where mise en place magic comes in. So let's get you hooked up. Mise en place is a French phrase that means gather or putting in place. It normally refers to a culinary process in which ingredients are prepared and organized, like in a kitchen before preparing a recipe or like you see in cooking videos. I think because I've spent so much time in commercial kitchens that this reference comes naturally to me. But mise en place magic is taking this technique from the culinary to the spiritual. By prepping some magical items before you need them, you'll be able to work your magic when your energy levels are not to par. This is like setting up all your dominoes so you can come back later and tip one over to cause them all to cascade. You might already be doing some mise en place magic, like making moon water. The moon imbues your water with energy that you can use later as you need it. There are many ways that you can store up some energy or otherwise prepare for magic ahead of time. This is what I do when I make a candle or ritual oil for the Practical Witch Shop. Although there was a little rumor floating around that I cast spells for money, I do not, nor have I ever cast spells for people. What I do is empower others with the knowledge of how to tap into their own power and provide some mise en place magic items in the Practical Witch Shop. Like any well-stocked pantry or medicine cabinet, your witchy supplies might include all the basic necessities like candles and incense, crystals, etc. Let's upgrade your supplies to include some mise en place items, the most useful of which is a protection ritual setup. I recommend a candle and a stone. You'll prepare both ahead of time for use when needed. This is a really good example of mise en place magic because most of us realize that we are in need of protection long after we've already needed it. Now that the need has arisen, our energy levels are drained from the very thing that's caused us to need that protection. Basically, you're going to choose a candle in a color that you associate with protection. I recommend white, black, or blue, but go with your intuition. Dress your candle with an anointing oil that corresponds to protection, like dragon's blood, sandalwood, frankincense, etc. You can also use a very small dusting of powdered herbs, and a pinch of ground cloves is a nice addition to protection candles. It also has the side effect of helping to deter gossip. To learn how to dress a candle, check out the 2022 edition of the Practical Witch's Almanac called Infinite Spells, or look online for informative but sometimes conflicting advice. Candles can be rolled in ground herbs, or a small pinch can be sprinkled over the top of container candles and votives. But be sparing, as too much, too many herbs, it's going to cause a lot of flare-ups and fires. It looks pretty, but it's not that practical. Next, you're going to select a stone that corresponds to protection. I would recommend black tourmaline. It's usually my go-to, but really good ones to consider are obsidian, black or blue kyanite, uh, tourmalated quartz, smoky, smoky quartz, amber, jet, shungite. Some people might be more drawn to amethyst or carnelian or even fire agate. 
find the stone that really speaks to you about protection and is usually associated or corresponds to protection. Then you're going to pick a good day for protection magic, like a Sunday. Any moon phase is going to work for protection rituals, but I prefer to prepare everything on a full or new moon. When you've selected your day and your moon phase, gather your dressed candle and a stone along with a good purification incense like cedar or sandalwood, rosemary, sage, that kind of thing. If you use any words of power, you can create some and write them on a parchment to be included with a protection mise en place. You might use something like, uh, no bane shall enter here. I banish all threats and fear, you know, or whatever you want to write. Then I usually bundle everything together in a cloth that corresponds to the color that I'm going to focus on, usually white or black for protection. But you can also put them in any kind of a drawstring bag, or if you're using chime candles, you can put all of your items in a jar and label it protection and put it in your cabinet just like a magical medicine cabinet. When you need it, you'll light the cleansing incense to clear out any energy and give yourself some space to work. Then you're going to Focus on your intent, light the candle while holding the stone, and the usual process of magic. Visualizing a sphere of energy emanating from the stone in your hand, spreading out to encompass you and the candle and everything around you in a circle that passes through the floor and furniture, uh, the ground, trees, any other obstacles. Just a nice sphere of protection or an egg shape of protection around you. You can chant your words of power to help you focus. And leave the candle to burn down. Then you just carry the stone with you for protection. When you're done with this, you can cleanse the stone and set up your mise en place protection magic back in your jar or bottle or bag and store it away for some other time. But when you're in need of protection, you'll probably want to carry that stone around for, you know, at least a few days or a moon phase. You can set up the same candle and crystal mise en place magic for attraction, healing, creativity, prosperity, etc. Whatever your most frequent needs are, I would get those prepped for you ahead of time just to make your life a little bit easier. Maybe you can't burn candles or incense, or maybe candle magic isn't your thing. There's lots of little mise en place magic tricks you can try, and we're going to include these tips and tricks in the new segment of this podcast at the end of each segment, at the end of each podcast called mise en place magic tricks. But you can store the energy of a phase of a moon for later use with a bit of knot and cord magic. Now, you may have come across a lot of knot and cord magic before involving hair or the witch's ladder, but unlike a witch's ladder, you'll simply be storing the energy of the moon phase, not specifically casting a spell. Let's say the moon is waxing almost full and you want to work some purification and renewal magic, but you'd prefer to do so on the new moon or you'd like to have some new moon energy involved. You can use the energy of the new moon that you've stored. If you've made moon water, you have an idea of what this is like, but you'll be using knots instead of water to store energy. I like to use special cords. I have a long black one and a long white one. <laughs> My favorite cords to use are the tie backs for curtains that you can get at uh, fabric stores and craft stores. Try not to steal them from grandma's house, even if you love the cords holding back her curtains and the tassel is awesome. She's going to be super upset if she finds out her curtain rod tie backs are missing. Head out to the craft store or look around your house. Find some nice long stringer cord. And again, I prefer white for the full moon, white or silver. And I usually use black for the new moon. Let's use the full moon as the example. I have a white cord about, about five and a half or six feet long. About as long as uh, if you hold your arms out, 
the cord reaches from end to end each palm. So from my left palm to my right palm, it reaches that far. On a full moon, I'll go out at night, usually right at the full moon, maybe a minute or two before, and I'll start my focus. I'll face the full moon and hold the cord in front of me, and I'll begin to tie a knot. Now, as you slowly tighten the ends of the line, keep the eye of the knot, the hole in it, in line with the moon. And as you pull the ends tight and close the knot in on the moon, you'll have room on the cord uh, on either end and you can continue to bind full moon energy into additional knots. I give each knot a few inches of space on the cord and usually I'll just untie one knot, one knot when I need full moon energy, but you can use more or all of the knots as you wish. So on your full moon, it's a nice activity to do. It only takes a few minutes. You can muster all your energy, tie that full moon into a knot, and then you have that cord that you can store in your altar or your witchy cabinet. Now, I do wrap these cords in cloth and put them in a box. I don't like them exposed to any other light. That's just my personal, my personal weirdness. It probably doesn't matter. You can have them exposed to light if you want. It's not bad luck. No mojo is going to turn on you. It's, uh, I just like the full moon to be the last light that the cord was exposed to. On the new moon, you're going to be out during the daytime. When the moon is new, it's pretty much in line with the sun, so it's above you when the sun is overhead. I wear sunglasses with UV protection and do the same thing. I hold the cord in front of me, and I slowly tie the knot as I visualize the moon nearby the sun, unless it's an eclipse. It's usually just right around where the sun is. I visualize the moon, and I tie that new moon energy into it. And a lot of times, I'll go to this visual where I am outside of the Earth's atmosphere, and I can see the celestial bodies more clearly. And whether that's in reality or not, it does work as a good visual where I'm not seeing the blue sky, but I'm seeing the black sky with the stars, and the moon is in front of the sun, between myself and the sun. These cords are going to be really handy, but you don't have to use a fancy uh, curtain braided curtain cord. One of the first cords I ever used was the only cord I could get a hold of in a very small town in the middle of nowhere was some unbleached cotton butcher twine. And I love this stuff. I have a ball or two around all the time of uh, cotton butcher twine because it's unbleached. It's all natural. It's handy for everything from binding two candles together for a separation ritual to Making a real quick necklace if you want to have a stone that you want to carry somewhere other than a bra so <laughs> or pocket. But what's really cool about unbleached cotton is you can steep the cord in a tea or an infusion that you've made with herbs that correspond to your need. So let's say you're going to steep a cord in peppermint and cinnamon tea, tie a knot in it on the waxing or full moon, and store it along with maybe a candle or a stone or anything else you want for a prosperity ritual. So you're making a mise en place prosperity by infuse, infusing your string or twine with the herbs that correspond to, to prosperity and money. And then you're tying in the full moon or the waxing moon energy into the knot to further that abundance and growth. So we'll, again, explore more tips in upcoming podcasts in the new segment, Mise en Place Magic. It'll be at the end of every podcast. And if you need a copy of the Practical Witch's Almanac, you can visit practicalwitch.com. Thank you so much for listening. I welcome your comments, questions, and feedback. This has been a production of practicalwitch.com in cooperation with witchacademy.org. You can support the podcast through Patreon and subscribe through Spotify 
Audible, Amazon Music, or any streaming service. Or just ask Alexa or Google to play the Practical Witch Talk podcast. A special thank you goes out to my patrons for their support, Becky and Lindsay and Chris, and Arkansas's finest metaphysical shops, The Parlor in Hot Springs and Strange Brew in Fort Smith. If you'd like to learn more about witchcraft, herbs, and tarot, check out witchacademy.org. Thank you again, and blessed be.